Hi everyone, you're listening to Dear Journal, a podcast by me, Ray Pasquale, and me, Marley Ayu. On here, we use personal journal entries to foster conversation about past selves and experiences and explore how these stories interact with our present selves. In this episode, Ray and I talk about sexuality and personal encounters. This is our first episode, so... Thanks for listening. And enjoy! Dear Journal. Dear Journal. Hi, everybody. Oh, no. This is so uncomfortable. <laughs> My name is Ray. And I'm Marley. I always hate introducing myself. Like, but the sound of my Voice. name, like, um, comes out so weird in my own mouth, you know? Also, I feel like when you know that somebody's listening, like, right now, you kind of have to, like, not act like yourself. Or you start to not yeah, act like yourself. Yeah, like, like, you I'm start like, performing. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I'm, like, a different person now, because... <laughs> I know we're recording. <laughs> okay, so we had this idea to, well, yeah, I guess to make a podcast. Yeah. Um, and we thought we'd start out by sharing our own journals. Okay. <clears throat> Do you want to go first or should I go first? Okay, well, I guess our theme. So I'm reading from a journal written in 2013. That's a long time ago. <laughs> I'm reading from a journal that was in, started in 2015, late 2015, and finished, like, mid-2016. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind of nervous. Yeah? My heart is actually, I'm getting <laughs> like up all here. flushed. Okay, in 2015, 2016. And 2013 for me. I, like was fresh out of high school, Mm -hmm. and then I took a semester off, and during that semester, Mm -hmm. I started working. Mm. So that's, like, what's happening with me in this journal. Okay. Mine is, um, in 2013, it was my, it was the summer, so July 2013 was the summer between my freshman and sophomore year of high school. And I was, like, really restless and rebellious and, like, moody. Mm-hmm. And all I wanted to do was get out of my house for the summer and play music. So I found this <laughs> cello camp. Well, no. Music camp. Mm-hmm. Orchestra. Um, up in... Oh, wait, oh, my God. This is embarrassing. I forget the names of things. Honestly. It's called Rocky Ridge. Rocky and, Ridge. Yeah. And it was up somewhere in the mountains in Colorado, like, up in the mountains enough that you didn't have cell service. So it was, like, mm-hmm. legit I cabin music. Kind yeah. Of music. Cabin music camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, just, like, the inner dialogue of that camp, <laughs> which was five weeks long. That's a long yeah. time. Yeah. Like, co- totally disconnected from society and just with this group of people and my, like, thoughts and, yeah. like, ah, uh, who am I thoughts? When you came back home, did you feel like you never saw your family for a very long time? Because I went on vacation bit. for, like, 12 days in the mainland. We're doing this podcast in Hawaii. We're, like, based in Hawaii, yeah. I guess, if you could say that. Yeah. Everybody who's listening, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I came back from a vacation, and I was, like, I spent way too much time with my family, and it was only 12 days. So yeah. I couldn't even imagine, like, six weeks. So, yeah. Should we just, like, go... F- 
Do you I honestly have no idea how to have a conversation with, with someone listening. I know. I think we just... I mean, we did it before and it was totally fine, right? Yeah. So I think... I think that was because we were like, no one's gonna see that. Or like... Yeah, we're like, okay. We're, like, we're just like, hanging out. <laughs> this, that, this has to... Like, this can feel the same way. I feel like this is business. Do you feel that? No, I'm just kidding. Anyway. Like, oh, we're meaning to do something like... Yeah, this is legit. Straight. I can go home, write in my journal, <laughs> and be like, I did something Today... I recorded a podcast. I'm gonna like take over the world <laughs> with this podcast, and everyone's gonna right because the it. people who take over the world do podcasts. Have so. we been going off too far from the actual thing? Oh my god, we've been talking for seven minutes. Is that a long time? I listen to like half an hour long podcasts. Okay, but like or like hour and a half. But me too. Like me, like an hour and like forty minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. seven minutes is like, if you are washing dishes, it's. Like you're it would get you through done. like the bowls and not the plates and the silverware. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. You go first. So preface: I'm at this music camp, um, and this is like really the beginnings, very beginnings of me admittedly thinking about my sexuality. Mm-hmm. By that I mean like I'd started to think about it in eighth grade, but then. It was like, I don't know. I was like, oh, no, I'm not like that. That's not who I am. And, like, denied it hardcore. And so summer after ninth grade, I was finally like, oh, like, I could, but I'm just not that way. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not for me. When I started questioning myself, I was in sixth grade, and it was, like, season two of Glee. (laughs) Like, Glee really opened up that world to me. Honestly, like, that show changed my life. Like, I didn't watch... That was my blue is the warmest color, which is, like, controversial. Like, people really hate that movie. I don't know, but... I still haven't watched it. You haven't? No, but I definitely... Oh, my God. It's like a a gay card movie. Just kidding. That's, like, not a thing, but... Oh, like, you... (laughs) Like, to get your gay card, you have to watch the movie? Okay. Um... Yeah. <laughs> I don't have my gay card yet, everybody. It's okay. Me either. I'm like, I'm like six in gay years. <laughs> I'm like negative life. three right now, <laughs> honestly. Um. So, what was I talking about? Oh, sexuality. Yeah, that opened mine up. There were very long sex scenes, and I was like, hmm. <laughs> but mostly it was like the romance. Too. I heard that was like almost three hours long. It's very long. Just like we're about to make this podcast. <laughs> Five hours later. <laughs> that was a long podcast. Okay, so. <laughs> Gets through an eight-hour shift, but has to. <laughs> like you're listening to your podcast. Is anyone? <laughs> Would anyone listen to a work day? Would anyone listen to a five-hour? Marley and Ray go to work today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's next level. I don't think anyone has ever t- tried to do that God. before. That <laughs> chokes on spit. That's a marathon to be able to talk for like five, really? eight hours. Oh my God. That'd be a lot. And it'd be really boring because at least they're having a normal day and we're sitting here like, so Jill. <laughs> Honestly, though, collectively, I feel like I don't talk more than three or four hours. Like if you put all my dialogue in the, in the end, day, end. Yeah, yeah. yeah true. I mean, Which like, even less than two hours. I'm very <laughs> a quiet person. You're a quiet person. Yeah. Yeah. I talk a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this is July eighth, two thousand thirteen, and it's a Monday. 
Okay. Um, and I'd... <laughs> there were... So I was 16, and there were co- college students in this camp uh, and high school students. It was a mixture. And, like, I'd gone to this camp having a huge crush on a boy and thinking, like, ooh, this is going to be a summer romance away from camp and, mm-hmm. like, away from parents, all that like, I'm super I'm grown up. I'm so ready for life. So I get... <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm ready for things that happen to me and for me to handle them by myself. So, um, yeah, I was I was ready for a romance. And it didn't happen. And I was like, okay, it's fine. I'll move on. Mm-hmm. And along comes this guy who's 21. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm totally rebellious like this. And it's not even that, that real. Mm-hmm. Um... But really, looking back, it was me totally fighting my sexuality and being like, oh my god, if this guy doesn't want me, then I another guy has to want me, otherwise I'll have to think about myself being gay, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, July 8th, 2013, Monday. Today was recreational day, and so we went to the Wild Basin for a, for a hike. I decided to go the hard or fast group with the hard or fast group, and we basically power walked the entire thing. It was really hard. There's two exclamation points. When we got to, um, I don't even know what that says. Something falls. It was so underlined. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rewarding. Two exclamation points. The water was beautiful, and it was definitely worth the hike. I felt so out of shape, though. The entire hike, I walked with a guy I mentioned before. His name is Jeffrey. When we got back to camp, we continued talking. Okay, can we just talk about the name Jeffrey? Did you make that name up just now, or did you just, like, no, that's reveal his, his name? Oh, fuck. We can, like, to cut that out. Okay. But, or we can just do Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, we can, leave like, it. leap it. Okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, anyways, his name, because I can't put it on here. That's a casual. It's, it's uh, right. very, like, cinematic. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. the last name part that we bleeped out just, yeah. like, three seconds ago. <laughs> That's a cool last name. Like, yeah. I don't think I've ever met It's, someone. like, very cinematic, very, like, oh, that's an author's name. <laughs> yeah, like, he's gonna... And, actually, he was at this campus composer, although I wasn't a huge fan. Oops. I wasn't a huge fan. I feel like I shouldn't say Okay. He's reading Walt Whitman's uh, book called Leaves of Grass. It's poetry, and he was reading me the ones he likes and stuff. After that, we, <clears throat> we had dinner, and then we were supposed to have... Um, a movie night for camp, but the speakers weren't working or something. So he showed me some music that he had mentioned while we were watching the fireworks. Mm. Oh, yeah, because we, like, watch fireworks. For like, fireworks happen, like, all the time there, or... No, 4th of July fireworks. Oh, 4th of July. Yeah. Oh, was this the 4th of July? Did I just, like, not catch that? No, it was the 8th of July. Oh. So it was a couple days later, but so... I met him on the 4th of July. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to be At like, the where fireworks. did I find <laughs> like... Casually fireworks. <laughs> for four Midday days. Midday hike. <laughs> Midday hike. <laughs> <laughs> There's fireworks at Surprise, you're in the wild. <laughs> it's Dvorak's Cypress. I think that's how it's spelled. Um, but they are these romantic songs he turned into a... Um, it's so hard reading your old handwriting. Mm-hmm. Into Seriously. a string quartet. And they are beautiful. So then it turned out that the speakers for the movie were fixed, so we moved back into the dining hall. I didn't even remember the movie we watched. I had my phone and charger, and so he ended up putting the Dvorak onto my phone from his computer. 
Then we got talking about music, and he gave me a list of stuff to listen to. He looked through my music, too, and it turns out we like a lot of the same stuff that isn't classical. After that... like hmm? when people give you music that they like. Yeah, me too. Especially, I also like when books do that. Yeah, I feel like it it gives me atmosphere setting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, when I was reading Love, Simon, I would just, like... Add all those songs that he would suggest, mm-hmm. and I put it into, like, this little playlist. Listen to it while yeah. you're reading it. Yeah. Okay. After that, we were talking about movies, and he loves Nicholas Sparks. Romance movies. Haha. <laughs> with a smiley face. <laughs> I like them a lot, too. With a smiley face with a tongue sticking out. Ooh. Mm. How old were you into this? Um, 2016. 16. 16. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite one. Well... <laughs> It's hard to choose. But the first one I saw was The Vow, and he had it on his computer. Smiley face. Okay, but history. The Vow I watched with this girl in eighth grade who, at the time, I was like, she was like, oh, Marley, on Valentine's Day, we should go see The Vow. It comes out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah. And so we go to this movie, and she's like, oh, my God, he's so hot. Tanning Tatum. Yeah. Tanning. Channing Potato. (laughs) Channing Tatum. (laughs) Channing Tater Tots. Yeah. (laughs) Channing. (laughs) Channing Tatum. (laughs) (laughs) Tanning bed. (laughs) She said that about him? Okay, I have absolutely, I have a weird kind of relationship with when people, like, exclamate their love for somebody verbally. Because for me, like, my crushes are always very quiet. Me too. Like, I can't be like, oh, she's gorgeous, or oh, he's, like, something I want. (laughs) Because then I'm like... I'm like, oh, you're judging me. Yeah, no, and then I feel weird about it, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it should be and then secret. people like analyze like what you do and when you interact with them, and it's all like, or when you oh. like see something, you know. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, so Channing Tatum, she was like, "Oh my god, he's so hot," and I was like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, oh my god," and like was playing along. Right, we're in this movie, and she's like oogling and ogling over him on the screen, and I just remember feeling like, "Oh my god, I am so." happy and excited to be on this like quote unquote date yeah and then I realized like she's super excited to see the movie I was super excited to be there with her it didn't matter what movie and I was like ah! oh my god so that was in eighth grade mm-hmm. and the vow now flash forward I'm talking about the vow so uh. the vow and he had it on his computer smiley face I didn't watch any of the um the camp movie because we were talking the entire time dot 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 when the movie ended and everyone left he was showing me artwork and pictures and stuff it was a really pleasant evening but okay here's the problem dot 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 Mm -hmm. he's freaking 21 (laughs) can't say fuck right and i can we not though we could totally swear no yeah no i'm I'm like teasing myself oh um he's freaking (laughs) 21 And I think he likes me. And also, one of the counselors just asked if, asked me if something was going on, dot, dot, dot. I told her no, which, 
is the truth, and I don't want anything to happen even though he's really cute and smart and funny and sweet, Mm -hmm. dot, dot, dot. He's 21, in all caps, with three exclamation points. And as refreshing as it is to be surrounded, um, to be around someone who has his shit with the, the like, little star for the yeah, eye. like asterisk? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he needs to know I'm 15. <gasps> you were 15? Yeah. Wow. You were young. And that's bad, dot, dot, dot. It's just that it has... It has never come up in conversation, and it would be weird if I just said randomly that my age is 15. Uh, But he's going to find out sooner rather than later, and I'm six years younger, and it's going to be so awkward. Gah! Is that... Uh Uh-huh. With exclamation point. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like once we... Once we real, once he realizes I'm practically a little kid, his view of me is going to change, and I also don't want that. Ugh, he's going to be a senior in college. I'm not even a senior. Oh my goodness! Right? I'm going to be a tenth grader. God. Dot 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 dot. And I also don't want to be known around camp for having a thing with a college student mm-hmm. who's six years older than me, and people are noticing it too. Why does this happen to me? At least I broke away from the immature high school group, though. <laughs> like, at least I'm... Yeah. God, so much stupid drama. It's messed up. Marley. Um, I, that's the end. Really? Yeah, it's fine. I thought it was longer. Was it? Is it weird for you to look back at it now? Yeah, well, I remember that I remember my mom coming for one of our shows up there and, like, noticed that I was talking to this guy a lot and I introduced her to him and later she was like, I know that you were having, like, a thing with that boy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I honestly didn't. And really, like, I did keep my distance. Um, I knew that if I wanted to, I could have made it something more, which is c- gross. Mm-hmm. Like, thinking about that. But I really wasn't into it. Like, he was more of a safety net. Like, he was so obsessed with, like, there's some stuff in here that's, like, obsessive to, like, now that I'm looking back and reading that, I'm like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. But, um, what was I saying? Is this, like, your first kind of intense crush that you've ever had? No, before that, I had two. Mm-hmm. He was, I didn't think I even liked him romantically. It's weird, especially when you're, like, queer person when you're figuring out what it is that you identify as um it's kind of weird kind of navigating your relationships yeah with new people that you meet yeah because it's like do i like this person as a friend or is this person like somebody that i'm acting towards this Mm -hmm. way because i like i like them i like like them yeah 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 (laughs) because i i used to have this immense crush on this girl mm-hmm. that I liked like mm-hmm. or thought that I liked mm-hmm. like. And also, like, you can have soulmates that aren't... Totally you, platonic soulmates. Platonic soulmates. So I, I really liked her. Like, I was like, mm, I'm going to bring her to my... I'm going to bring her to dances. Like, we're going to mm-hmm. go to the six-year dance together because I like her. <laughs> She's my best friend now. Yeah. So thinking about it, I was like, okay, that's probably what that relationship in mm-hmm. the um, Beginning elementary know. was yeah. about. On that note, yeah. in sixth grade, because 
yeah, like we're talking about the sixth grade dance. We're gonna like yeah. segue into yeah. that. Sixth grade dance. Um, <laughs> I didn't go with my friend because she mm-hmm. was dating somebody, and I was like so heartbroken. And I was like, oh, she doesn't love me. Um, so she went with this other guy, and I was like, I hate you because like you're with my best friend. <laughs> uh huh. And I didn't know it was because like I wanted her friendship. Like I was probably being yeah. jealous of her being with some other person. Um, so I went with this other girl, and, like, that was my other next, like, obsessive crush. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, too, I don't know, because I'm not straight, so I don't know what it's like being straight, but, like... I wonder what it's like. I wonder. It's so... It's something that I always think about. I'm like, what... Right? Does it feel like to not have your life kind of be roadblocked? Yeah, yeah. Or, like, I don't know, growing up. I felt like I was always faking my straight sexuality, you know, like, when everyone was going through puberty and, like, developing crushes on each other, and I was like, yeah, totally. Like, at that movie, you know, it was, like, me pretending. So in order to, like, pretend, it's almost like I overcompensated to look like, oh, this is the true, like, I'm not pretending, I this is who I am, you know? So maybe that's why these, like, crushes get so obsessive. I don't know, do do straight people get obsessive like I that? Think- or, like, other sexualities. Well, obviously, like, non-mainstream sexual. Not mainstream. You know what I mean. Um, There's no good word. Not I can't find my... default. Yeah, like, sexuality. societal default. Um, I was always kind of, like, that asexual... Like, people mm. thought that I was... No one ever mm. thought that I was, uh, like... No, we thought of you person. as a romantic or Yeah, like person. someone who would be with other people. Because mm-hmm. people would ask me, like, oh, Ray, what, who do you like? Mm-hmm. And in sixth grade, um, Glee episode. Actually, okay, that this one Glee episode. I used mm-hmm. to just watch Glee because I loved Glee. And I like was like, oh, I love show tunes, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> check that box. But, like, there was this one episode where the bully... <laughs> <laughs> Um, Barbara Streisand, <laughs> Lapone, love their voices, the music, and they're covering it on Glee. And then there was this one episode where, um, I forgot what his name was, but the main bully mm-hmm. in Glee, who was like a closeted guy who um, would make fun of Kurt in his relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he was having lunch with Santana, the like, she was out, she was like with mm-hmm. Heather, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> she was with Heather, Heather, right? I think so, the blonde one. Yeah. yeah. And she was with Heather, and she was, like, talking to him, and she was like, hey, you need to stop bullying my friend, because, and I know why you're doing this, and he's like, no, you don't, or whatever, and he goes, she goes, it's because you yourself are, are who he is, like, you're gay, gay, and you're trying to handle that. Yeah. And she's like, you're just going to be sad for the rest of your life, and you're going to be a senator, <laughs> and you're going to grow up in the suburbs, and you're going to hate your life. Oh, my God. When I came across that episode, I... Like, bald. Did you relate to it? No, I bawled a lot because in previous to that, um, I was always like, I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. I think this is like the beginning where I was like thinking, like, what happens? Like, what's where gonna do you happen go to my that? life? Yeah. Like, do I conform, or do I right? live a life that I think is impossible? Right. But you have like, you don't have references in the media. You don't have references in like. Your immediate family, at least for the instance. Yeah. Or instances. Um, but yeah, like, you don't, it's, your whole life, if you're straight, you're kind of, like, raised with that idea of, oh, one day you might find someone, you know. Mm-hmm. And so you have more of an idea in your head of, like, what's going to, but 
in reality, no one knows what the fuck is going to happen to them in the future. It's only, like, comfort to be told, this is how you will be, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, my gaydar is, like, really messed up. Like, I don't know if it's just, like... <laughs> <laughs> It's like, this the magnetics person, are off. <laughs> or am I just like, do I like your face? Mm-hmm. Also, anyone who steps on a stage automatically becomes, like, times 100 more, like, attractive. For you? So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say I already think you're, like, me, like, so-so, and get on stage, you're, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. And then if you're amazing already without the stage... It's just like, I'm going to drop my panties. <laughs> 100 out of 100, you pass the test. <laughs> I, I can't believe I just said that, you. Honestly. <laughs> where has this conversation gone? Because I don't know where it's going. I don't know. Maybe you should I'm be I'm so here. scatterbrained. Right. It's April. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, I'm thrust into the workforce. I haven't worked a job in my life oh my besides gosh. helping my parents like with their business because my dad's a contractor okay um it was more of like unofficial work yeah very un- very unofficial no tax returns or anything yeah uh just familial like you help me yeah do yeah. this and you'll get some cash and we'll like Not have dinner later yeah. yeah and we'll talk about how good you are at that <laughs> helping me <laughs> do hammer I, things I um yeah. But I really didn't like... I really liked this job in the beginning. But I didn't make deep enough rooted friendships for me to continue to like the Mm -hmm. job. Um, So, like, slowly on, I started to hate it because I... Just, like, all the my coworkers just I didn't click with because I didn't get to mesh with them early on. Mm -hmm. Because I'm just, like, a quiet person. Yeah, yeah. Um, Except this one girl, but that's another story. (laughs) This is towards the ending of my Target career. Because I worked at Target. okay. In this journal, I say, all of my arrows are pointing towards me quitting Target. I say, why am I so preoccupied with stupid boys? <laughs> I'm like, what if I want to eat lunch with Jeffrey? Honestly, we can keep his name because he's, like, not in my life anymore. They're both Jeffrey. They're both Jeffrey. So I was going to be like, oh, my, my person's in Jeffrey, Oh, my too. God. Jeffrey. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, what if I want to have lunch? What if I want to have lunch with Jeffrey? Yeah. That's me. What if? That's what I was thinking. What if, baby Ray? Like, why am I so preoccupied with stupid boys? But you know what? What if I want to have lunch with him? Um, Good morning, handsome, he says. I couldn't help but... Yeah. This guy was crushing on me, and I was crushing on him. And that's the first, like, reciprocated um, attention that I've ever received. So it's very kind of, like... Brand new and exciting. Yeah, and I was like... Butterfly. (laughs) And then I quit, and I never saw him again. Yeah, because, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because I was just like, um, it's better to just, like, end ties really quickly, and uh, I'll see you later <laughs> if we ever come <laughs> across each other. But he called me handsome one day, and then... So this is from my journal again. Uh-huh. Um, I, fe- I think I like him. Maybe he's growing on me. I used to really hate him because I really did. Honestly, hate him so much. Really? Yeah, because... I think you just hate people who are kind of similar to you. I think he's yeah. just very similar to me. And yeah. I just didn't like him in the beginning because Uh-oh. because of that. Yeah, and I had a crush on Jeffrey, and I was like, this isn't going to go anywhere because I feel like a lot of things... I don't like to follow through with a lot of things, so I'm like, yeah. this is definitely not going to go anywhere. But I relished in the feelings I had for him. And yeah. I would, like, bounce... I would, like, 
toss the ball back whenever he would throw mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. in retrospect, that was kind of, like, mean of me to do. Especially because I just quit and I left him. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, peace. I'm going to go live my life. You live your life. Yours. Wow. Um, he worked overnight. I worked during the day. So, wow. like, while he was leaving, he would, he would be buying it. something. Wow. And then he would come into my register because I was opening. He would buy, like, stuff, and we would, like, talk to each other. No one would be in line, so we would just, like... Chat. Chat. Um, All of my coworkers during the nine months that I worked there... Uh Uh-huh. I guess I had this air around me where, like, you never want to confront someone at at work about, like, do you like... Like, things that aren't about work. (laughs) Yeah. It was... And I've had this happen to me at all my jobs. Oh, I've really? Been to, yeah, like, people really want to know. Wow. But all my coworkers, all the people that I had um, orientation with, like, circled me up, which really? is very dramatic. Wow. Honestly, like, I don't know. Like, everyone I'm, checks each other out and, like, tries to figure out who's, yeah. who's what. And I think maybe that they all had a previous conversation about, like, hey, let's talk to Ray, so, like, let's be really open let's to him about yeah. us. So they, like, grouped... Swarmed you, and yeah, you were like, where's all this like, information coming from? They're like, Ray, so what do you what do you like? And I'm like, I wasn't really like, comfortable. Uh, Honestly, I'm not really comfortable with saying it out loud yeah. now, too. Yeah. It took me a long time. But I was like, I kind of like these guys, and they're like, cool. <laughs> and then we, like, went back to work or something, and Tina, one of the workers that I used to work with, was like, I like girls. We're, like, totally cool with each other, and we can be like... G-A-Y uh-huh. all the time. And I'm like, sure, I'll be in my line in this cashier just catching people out, doing my job. <laughs> <laughs> Not thinking about my sexuality. <laughs> like, it's totally fine. Yeah, so that was a weird time for me. One of the older ladies that I used to work with was like, oh, I just thought you were a nerd. <laughs> she... I'm like, wow, do you not have, like, a filter? Like, do you really have to just you call me a nerd? have some, some processing between your brain and your mouth. She was like, I thought you were just some shy nerd. And I was like... Someone asked me recently, like, the, the assumptions people make, like... Or, like, the, the lengths people go to want to believe that you're not the clues that you're giving them, yeah. you know? yeah. Like, he couldn't be gay. He's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm just, just in nerd. general, like, really weird, though. <laughs> well. Okay, not too. really weird, but, like. Not, like, creepy weird? Just, like, like weird? different than the. Yeah. Than the average. People are always person. commenting on how I dress, and I'm like, Me too. so different. Me like, too. And I'm like, um, it's this I have makes style. <laughs> <laughs> I have no full circle for this. I just, it's just something. Well, oh. okay, so we both talked about Jeffries and our coming to terms, the beginning of coming to terms with our sexualities. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Yeah. How do you, like, how do you feel looking back at it? Um, I really appreciate that experience, really, because I feel like without it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here, wait, I wouldn't be. <laughs> I wouldn't be the person I am. person I am today. But seriously, I wouldn't be as comfortable as I yeah. am with myself without that experience, because yeah. If you ever read, like, a LGBT novel, there's always that, I don't want to say manic pixie dream girl, or, like, there's, like, this one veteran gay Gay. person (laughs) who, like, comes in and is like, let me show you the ropes. Like, here it is, honey. Yes. Um, Oh, my God. There was this one girl. There's always that one person, I feel like. But that one girl that I said that I had a falling out with, Uh that was that girl for me. Oh, that's cute. And she was like, I'll follow you on Tumblr, and you can follow me on Tumblr. <laughs> Tumblr is the gayest <laughs> thing ever. That's how they, like, 
they nurse you. Yeah, they're like, da, da, da. hello, welcome to yourself. You're like that little waiting. damaged dog. Yeah. And they're like, here's a snack. And it's their, <laughs> it's their Tumblr link. It's like, you here's can feel comfortable snack. with me now. <laughs> this place is your home. Yeah. They're like, I'm going to adopt you. <laughs> and you're kind of like, okay, I guess. But like, take yeah, me a yeah. bath, you know, because I'm kind of dirty. And then they do that and you're like, And you're cool. like, wow, I get the world better. Yeah. Um, Where were we going with that? I have no idea. And I quit, and then I was like, I'm leaving my life now. Right. Without them. And I yeah. think I definitely approach things differently after that. After that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. Whatever, what happened with this guy was that he got really emotionally attached. Mm-hmm. Like, obsessive. And I got freaked out by that. Not, I mean, not only because it was this age thing, which at the time I didn't really understand why it was such a big deal. I mean, I think there was a gut, like, sense of, like, oh, this is different. This is not okay. But I wasn't even 18 yet. Mm-hmm. And, um... 15-year-olds are wild. Yeah. And babies. Babies. Super. So, I was, like, I, I knew, some part of me knew, like, this is not right. But another part of me was, like... Well, it's what I have. And then at the same time, I was also like, this is proving why I don't like boys my own age. Maybe it's just because they're too young. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not because I'm gay. Yeah. It's kind of a, a convincer. But he ended up getting super attached. We talked on the phone once in a while once. He's from Texas. Mm-hmm. He went back to Texas. I went back to Colorado. We talked on the phone a couple of times. I would, like, walk to the park and talk on the phone. And he told me that uh, he missed me and he was going to come... He was going to fly out to visit me. That's intense. Yeah. And then I get this message from him on Facebook, which still makes me laugh today. Mm -hmm. He, like, ranted for paragraphs about how much Rocky Ridge, the camp we were at, was horrible and how, like, everyone was immature and how he needs to stop talking to me because he can't trust himself with his feelings and maybe our lives will cross paths another time when Mm -hmm. we're both older and it was so melodramatic. And, and you're, like, 15 years old reading it on Facebook, and you're like, oh, yeah. well, this dude. Yeah, and I was like, who is this person? I don't really care. <laughs> and at that point, I started, like, I was already beginning to, like, oh, that's why. So it was perfect timing, honestly. Um, And I think it still made me disappointed, I guess, because I wasn't, like, hoping that the result would be... <laughs> you don't like guys mm-hmm. or cis, cis men. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever watch gay YouTubes? Like Ooh. couple YouTube channels? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what made me re- this is not the end of this podcast thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. And so, like, go on. What made me really comfortable with my sexuality, especially in like sixth, seventh, eighth grade, ninth through twelfth grade, yeah. when I was a twelve year old baby to like even till now, yeah. because I'm not Full disclosure, everybody, I'm not, I'm like, my leg's out of the closet, just like Angelina Jolie's leg was out in that dress. You know that dress, do you know what dress I'm talking about? So that's just me right now, yeah. That's, that leg slit. Her leg is me and Angelina Jolie's leg. What's underneath that dress? Yes, is the rest rest of of you that has not been exposed. But like, I get comfort from watching coming out videos. My first gay YouTube channel that I would watch is Rose and Rosie. Mm-hmm. They're like this femme couple in London, London, somewhere in England. 
and totally in love, and they, like, got engaged, and I watched that engagement video and sobbed and was like, okay, my life will be regular. <laughs> but, um, yeah. It's always, like, a beacon of hope. It is. But there's this one couple, Ethan, he caught, he caught, wait, he Ethan, what? Ethan something, and Mark Miller, they're, like, this couple, and they're from, like, um, the middle of America, I think. I don't remember. Uh-huh. But I used to just watch them and, like, zone out and be like, wow, this is super cool. Okay, what are we even doing? I don't know. Is this even a good podcast? Who? I feel so no. strange. Like, Me I feel like too. I have to listen to myself. I feel like I, I don't want this to go out into the world anymore. Uh-huh. Like, I take it back. Um, but... Advice? Should we just yeah. answer the advice? Like, three-second advice. Uh... Try and drink water today. <laughs> um, take a bath or take a shower every single day. Yeah, loneliness. Because guys. honestly, that's hard to do. It is, sometimes. and we get it. Okay. People are gonna think I'm dirty now, but <laughs> it's because I am. <laughs> anyway, the truth is revealed. And with that, we'll see you guys, or you'll hear us later one day. <laughs> or... This is so weird. Can't stop it. Yeah. Bye. Bye.